testing. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Faith and Fandom Feedback Friday. Uh, as we discuss uh, all the things in the past week in terms of news, pop culture, faith, and geek. Um, Hector Mirai here. And uh, jumping right in early this morning because uh, I'm about to hit the road and uh, head to Columbus, Georgia. Uh, my friend and podcasty partner, Chris Poye, has opened a restaurant in Columbus, Georgia called Bites and Brews, and uh, I'm going to make a road trip there to go see that, and also stop by Columbus Got Game. I'm a like friend, supporter, and board member of Columbus Got Game, and I've not actually been there, so I'm going to make that happen today. So I'm going to hit this a little bit early so I can be on my merry way. Um, so let's just jump in. Um, first off, I want to say last week I announced that Amazon was dropping Has Been Hotel. And uh, all I knew about Has Been Hotel primarily was what I'd seen from cosplayers and art at shows. Um, that shows way more yikes um, than I anticipated in terms of content and stuff. Uh, I am not recommending or endorsing you watch that. So I'd like to make that real clear. I apologize for even mentioning it. My bad. Um, so just jumping into uh, some cool stuff I did find. Uh, Tristan Birch, if I said your name right, my, I am glad. If not, I apologize. Um, Tristan Birch, who's uh, one of my online homies, uh, pointed out uh, to me, uh, I mentioned last week that Alan Richardson or Alan Richardson from Reacher made a video talking about uh, why it's okay for him as a believer to play Reacher and do things like that. Uh, what I didn't understand or already know is that Alan Richardson has a full YouTube ministry. Um, and I literally, I've been a fan of this guy for a hot minute and I had no idea he did like a full online ministry. Um, so here's what I'll tell you. Go to YouTube and look up Insta Church like Instagram, but Insta Church. He's got hundreds of videos, um, gospel message, encouragement, scripture, um, but from a very authentic or genuine voice. So I would encourage you, go check that out. That was completely surprising. I had no idea that existed. But Insta Church on YouTube, Alan Richson, Reacher, slash Raphael, slash Aquaman, slash hawk like all the things he's done nerd wise um he also has a full-blown uh youtube ministry like he's got more videos than i do and i don't i don't youtube's not my jam but he's got a lot so you should go check that out it's pretty quality content and uh encouraging uh on some other notes deadpool 3 has officially wrapped filming and uh will be coming out July 26th. So for all of you who have been anticipating this, and this is going to be Deadpool's first official uh, Marvel Universe uh, endeavor. Uh, we know we're getting Hugh Jackman back. We know there's going to be lots of cameos and lots of things and uh, rumor that Taylor Swift is playing Dazzler uh, to getting Kelsey Grammer's Beast back to who knows what we're going to get. Um, but, you know, this is... This is what Ryan Reynolds has been gunning for. So, uh, and more than likely, it's going to be based on the loosely based on the uh, 
Daredevil or the Deadpool comic, Daredevil kills the Marvel universe. Um, so either way, uh, it's going to be something fun. We should check out with that. Um, wrestling ish news. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Bianca Belair, and Rhea Ripley have been named as uh, cover artists for WWE 2K24. Um, like with NFL games and things like that, being on the cover of 2K is an honor. And it's something a lot of people look forward to. And um, this last year, it was John Cena on the cover of everything. Uh, this year on the main cover, um, uh, this year on the main cover, uh, Cody Rhodes is going to be featured. And then on the deluxe edition, there is a split cover where one side is Bianca Belair. The other side is Rhea Ripley. I have a small human who is, uh, a fan of Rhea Ripley and, I'm going to see if I can just get her a box because I don't think I want to spend $100 on that game itself. Um, I've not bought a wrestling game in generations, uh, but that's something that uh, you uh, that's something you if you're a, gen a person who rocks with that, you should want to check out. Other wrestling news. Uh, Raw is coming to Netflix in 2025, January 2025. Raw will be broadcast on Netflix. It will be on Netflix live. Like you can tune in at a certain time and watch it live. I want to say it was a $5 billion deal um, that was brokered. And part of brokering deals, The Rock is officially on the board for TKO, which, you know, runs the WWE. And uh, or it's part of the WWE. And so he's officially part. Uh, he like owns the WWE in part now. Uh one of the things that came with that is this is the first time since I was in like high school that the rock owns the term the rock because the rock had always been like a WWE creation slash license, whatever. And now for the first time he owns his name. Um, uh, Michael Glenn says uh, Netflix is going to ask us if we're still watching Raw halfway through. Um, yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen memes with that. I've also seen um, it's not going to be Netflix and chill. It's going to be Netflix and Raw, and you're going to get like RKO'd out of nowhere. And it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting uh, aspect to see how that plays out. And um, that's but ever since I was in high school. Uh, the WWE's always shopping for a home for Raw because, like, I know at one point it was on USA. Um, at one point it was on, you know, I want to say it was on Fox. Um, it's it, it bounces around, so it landing on Netflix is a pretty big deal for them. So Netflix, uh, The Rock, uh, is now officially a board member, owns his own name, and then uh, I think the last one in the WWE news is um that John Cena John Cena um that John Cena has announced that he plans to retire by the age of 50 and that means he's going to retire within the next 3 years so if that oops, sorry I didn't bang the microphone if that dramatically affects your soul 
um, John Cena plans to retire from wrestling in the next three years. But realistically, I thought he had already retired. Um, you know, I'm glad to see him back. It's really cool that uh, he's there. But uh, at the same time, he plans to retire for real, for real. <laughs> and within the next three years. Um, some little more nerdy news. Um, it, Bad Batch season three has put out its trailer and has, uh, this will be its final season. And they also showed us that they are bringing back a character we've not seen, uh, since, well, we've not seen in a while. Um, they're bringing back Asajj Ventress, the, uh, basically Sith equivalent of Ahsoka, the Sith parallel of Ahsoka. And, uh, yeah, she's coming to Bad Batch season three. And from my understanding, it is going to be following the novel Dark Disciple or something to that effect. So that is a thing with that. Um, staying on the sci-fi nerdy news, um, we have reading um millie gibson who is currently playing uh the doctor who companion ruby sunday will be leaving within the first season we've only had one episode uh with ruby sunday so far in the doctor who world which was the uh which was the christmas special the church on i forgot what street it was um, but the Christmas special where Ruby was kidnapped as a child, um, Millie Gibson has already been replaced. Um, they are filming season two and they have a new, uh, companion, Veranda Sethu. And, uh, you can find photos of them filming season two already where they're, the two of them are already jumping from explosions and things as they're getting going. So uh, if you enjoyed Ruby Sunday, enjoy her while you can. She'll be gone by the end of season one. Um, there's also like internet scuttlebutt of like problems on set and things like that. I don't know that that's accurate. Again, the internet is 83% rumors. So just take that with a grain of salt. Also on pseudo doctor who news, uh, Peter Capaldi, who is my doctor, uh, if you know me, let me see if I can reach him without breaking something. Yes. Sort of broke something. It's okay. Uh, Peter Capaldi is my doctor. Um, the 12th doctor. Come on for a second. Bam. Um, he is uh, known, like one of my favorite scenes in Doctor Who of his tenure was him coming out on a tank, playing guitar. Another one of my favorite scenes is the fact that uh. There's a scene of him alone in the TARDIS just absolutely shredding on guitar to Amazing Grace. Um, if you aren't aware, Doctor Who is, or sorry, Peter Capaldi is a musician, specifically because a guitarist. And back in the 70s, he was in a punk rock band with Craig Ferguson, like the old late show host. Um, he was in a punk rock band with Craig Ferguson. Um so music has always been a part of him. Uh, Peter Capaldi is officially releasing new music in 2025. So get ready. And I'm a thousand percent going to buy it um, without question. Um, 
in fact if you want to you can find old peter capaldi music um but i'm i'm looking forward to him dropping new music this will be uh i believe the first time he's really put out full new content since uh leaving doctor who so peter capaldi dropping new music 2025 other sci-fi news uh tron 3 has begun filming and i know that matters to amy deletri uh my friend whose last name i probably just butchered um tron 3 has started filming so if that's your jam it's coming uh i low-key have never seen a tron movie um, I, I understand how iconic the first Tron movie was, um, how groundbreaking it was. Um, I've just never actually committed to watching it. I could tell you the story, but uh, just from living in nerd culture, but I, I have not watched it. But Tron 3 is filming. And uh, Marvel has been nominated for an award for the first time in the entire history of the MCU. If you're familiar, uh, there is an awards called the Golden Raspberry or the Razzies, which are awarded every year for the worst movies of the year. And Marvel has managed to stay primarily out of uh, the Razzie world for all of existence. Um, Razzies are famous for like just really making sure people know that they uh, aren't fantastic. <laughs> And it's all done in good jest. And sometimes people actually show up. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, there is the incident that uh, Halle Berry won an Academy Award for Best Actress and the Razzie for Worst Actress in the same year. Um, the Razzie was for Catwoman, I believe. Or it was somewhere in that effect. Somebody won. If it wasn't Halle Berry, I'm, it's early in the morning. Someone won an Academy Award for Best Actor and a Razzie for Worst Actor at the same year. It's a thing. But Marvel has officially been nominated for their first Razzie, and not just one, but multiple. But they're all for the same movie. It's for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Specifically for uh, Michael Douglas's performances and Bill Murray's performance. And uh, there's some other aspects to it. But Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania is the first Marvel project to officially be nominated for a Razzie. And I'm just, I, I mean this in no hate, but I do say this concretely. I am utterly shocked that the Eternals wasn't nominated for a Razzie. So to me, if I had to choose between Eternals getting a Razzie or Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, I would side with Eternals. I don't do it. It's not my award show. It doesn't matter. But that's the thing. Um... Also, uh, if you are interested in this world, Kevin Smith's third uh, iteration of He-Man has dropped to Netflix, Masters of the Universe Revolution. I believe the first two seasons were Masters of the Universe Revelation, and now it is Masters of the Universe Revolution, um, which will take a twist and turn from where it was in Revelation to a new story. Um, and one other notable uh, departure is that Sarah Michelle Gellar, who had played uh, the main female lead in the series uh, for the first two seasons, is out and has been replaced by Melissa Benost. I don't know. I'm not going to say her name right. The young lady who plays Supergirl or formerly played Supergirl, which is fun because she is uh, attached to romantically Chris Wood, who plays He-Man. 
Um, I only know this because Chris Wood also played Russell Hammonds in the almost famous Broadway musical, and I live for that musical. Um, so I follow him on Instagram, but uh, it's uh, featuring a lot more uh, characters, and it looks to be a little more gritty and He-Man focused. I'm not saying to appease fanboys, but in the same breath, it's to appease, appease fanboys. So Masters of the Universe Revolution, five episodes, has dropped to Netflix. And um, uh, this is just a fun thing, uh, but I play Pokemon Sleep. I enjoy it. Um, in fact, I get a little more enjoyment out of playing Pokemon Sleep than I do playing Pokemon Go these days. Um, nothing complaining about Pokemon Go, but Pokemon Sleep is just a fun. It's more like having a Tamagotchi, but of uh, with Pokemon. And as it's set up. You have each week you pick an island you're going to go do research on and uh, you pick a team of Pokemon specifically geared to find certain food and stuff to get a Snorlax food so it can sleep and grow and eat. And you study because the sleepier that Snorlax gets, the more Pokemon it attracts. It's a whole thing. So they're six months deep in this game being out. They just hit their six month thing because they sent out prizes for it. Uh, but one of the things that's always happened is you have a team of like five Pokemon that spend your whole day gathering food just to feed the Snorlax. And I don't know if there was a complaint. I don't know if there was just somebody that was empathetic, uh, to these other Pokemon that genuinely felt sad. Uh, but somewhere in the six month update, they updated it so that the other Pokemon get to eat too. Um, because normally you gather all the food, you cook it, prepare it, and Snorlax just eats it straight up. Now, somewhere in the six-month update, it's popped up that you can see all the other Pokemon that have worked so hard. They get their own little portion, too. And if they're off-screen, they get little bubbles showing, look, I'm eating and I'm happy. Um, because apparently it was against Pokemon rights or injustice because those Pokemon weren't eating well. And it just made me giggle. I was like, somebody had a serious conversation with this you know, had to say, hey, we're not trading these Pokemon fairly. Um, but I will say it makes me smile to see it. Um, I've enjoyed Pokemon Sleep a lot. It's actually helped me be a little more intentional about my rest. Um, just fun. But also the Pokemon Go Plus, the button that catches Pokemon, is way better than every other version that's existed so far. So if that's your jam, um, they've, they're continuing to update it and make it a fun experience. Um, do 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 uh, in Comic-Con news, uh, Charlie Hunnam, who uh, played Jax Teller in, um, what was the show? Sons of Anarchy. Jax Teller, who played, uh, or Charlie Hunnam, who played Jax Teller in Sons of Anarchy. He also has played Robin Hood. Um, he was a lead role in Pacific Rim and Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman. Uh, he is coming to a galaxy con. Now I find like, I I'm always surprised at the level of celebrities that they got popping up to these shows. Um, but Jax Teller was not on my bingo card for comic cons for this year. So that's kind of cool. He'll be at galaxy con Richmond. And so I, I know a lot of dudes and ladies who are very excited about that. Um, also in comic con news, Kevin Spacey is going to be making his first 
Comic-Con appearance, and it just so happens to be in North Carolina at Mad Monster uh, coming up uh, in February. Mad Monster Party. <laughs> Kevin Spacey is going to be up in the place. Um, And to my understanding of browsing the internet, uh, photos are about $250 or autographs are about $250 and with no selfie options to my understanding. Um, now, this is a thing, one, because Kevin Spacey's like a multi-academy award-winning actor. Two, it's because uh, we haven't really seen Kevin Spacey in a public uh, setting since uh, he had allegations brought against him uh, in 2017 and he was removed from game of not game of thrones house of cards uh, uh he was apparently acquitted of his charges last summer which i didn't understand or didn't know about until i read the news feed following that con announcement um but it's it's been kind of a media fen frenzy uh swarming this like the hollywood reporter reported on this and this is just a little con not a little con but mad monster party is not like a colossal show like in terms of size and girth but the hollywood reporter is commenting on it because kevin spacey showing up is a big deal but it's also gotten a lot of backlash in terms of what people are saying and responding to on the internet and you know, the comment section on the post for Kevin Spacey coming to Mad Monster got real wild. There have been people that have been banned for commenting. It's it's been a it's been a an adventure. You know, like that Michael Jackson meme of I'm just here for the comments. Literally, I've just been curious to see how people are responding. Some people are saying, you know, it was never proven. Some people are saying, How could you go here? How could you do this? And there's a whole uh there's a whole vibe going on with it so if you have any interest in this if this is a conversation you feel like having with someone it's happening kevin spacey mad monster party charlotte north carolina it's going down and um i'm low-key curious if the backlash is going to cause them to uh end that deal before it gets there but who knows who knows it might not happen um, but yeah, that's a, that's some con news. Um, a couple, uh, other things just to announce, uh, we've got, uh, John Stewart, not the Green Lantern, uh, the former talk show host slash political activist slash comedian, uh, John Stewart is returning to the daily show. John Stewart left, I want to say eight years ago, which gave us the opportunity for Trevor Noah to step in and, but man eight years ago and it seems like a blink um but trevor noah did a good job with his tenure there but uh they are currently in the in the search for a host for the daily show john stewart is going to be back to host mondays which is their most viewed night uh, and so john stewart will be back to host each monday at least through election season and so you're going to get og john but john's a lot more uh seasoned and weathered and articulate in his thoughts than he was even eight years ago and so it's going to take an interesting turn with that so john stewart will be returning to the daily show not as the permanent host but he will be hosting monday nights so that's that's coming up 
there is a project with Ben Affleck reuniting with Matt Damon. And it's going to be a Netflix movie thriller called Animals that is going to be directed by Affleck. This is just the chance for these two guys to work together again and to pull something off. So Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Netflix, Animals, that's coming soon. And also uh, Bob Dylan has announced a rough and rowdy tour. Now, Bob Dylan is old and I love Bob Dylan. I Bob Dylan's one of these artists. I know not everybody is he's not everybody's jam. Everybody can't enjoy listening to him, um, but I love Bob Dylan. And I spent the past two days uh, listening to Bob Dylan while doing some desk work. Um, but Bob Dylan has announced a rough and rowdy tour. And in my little town, my little region of Fayetteville slash Lumberton, North Carolina, um, I've never seen Bob Dylan come close to here. It's usually two hours away. Bob Dylan's coming to Fayetteville, North Carolina. He's also touring all around the country. So keep your eyes appealed if you care. Um, but the cheapest seats at the show near me is $189 and the most expensive seat is $789. That's a lot. Now, uh, why I'm bringing that up outside of just telling you about a tour is that there's an upcoming, uh, movie biopic on Bob Dylan starring Timothy Chalamet. And one of the main, Supporting roles in the movie was going to be Benedict Cumberpatch playing Pete Seeger. Um, Benedict has dropped from the film. I don't know why. And has been replaced by Edward Norton. So it's been a minute since I've seen Edward Norton do like anything. Uh, but Benedict Cumberpatch has been replaced by Edward Norton. Now, it's an odd thing to see Benedict Cumberpatch just replaced by Edward Norton in anything. When I think of actors in terms of anything... That they are usually not on the same plane for me. Um, it's still weird to me that Mark Ruffalo replaced Edward Norton for Hulk. You know, it's like tr try and like swap people out for that in your mind. Like, could you picture uh, Benedict Cumberpatch as uh, the main protagonist from Fight Club? I couldn't. Could you picture Mark for Mark Ruffalo as the main dude in Fight Club? No. No, you couldn't. Maybe you could. I can't. That'd be weird. <laughs> uh, but either way, that's a thing. It's coming. Bob Dylan biopic starring Timothy Chalamet. I'm going to keep talking about it because I'm excited. Um, there's And there's also, um, I, I'll just mention this if you care about this. There was a Bob Dylan movie, let's say 15 years ago. Um but they weren't allowed to actually say Bob Dylan's name in it because he didn't approve it. But there's a Bob Dylan biopic years back where I want to say 15 different actors played Bob Dylan at different stages in their life, in his life. And so like he, they were iterations of his story in different forms. Like Christian Bale plays the Jesus loving Bob Dylan. Uh, Heath Ledger is in it playing Bob Dylan. Denzel Washington is in it playing Bob Dylan. Um, Kate Blanchett is in it playing Bob Dylan. It's a weird thing. Um, and I really need to rewatch it now that I've said that. Um, yeah, Michael says Hulk and um, Hulk and 
Fight Club. It's the crossover you never knew. Dude, if Hulk was legitimately a fight club, could you imagine like the first time? Like, it's even go back to the parking lot scene in Fight Club. Ow, why'd you punch me in the ear? <laughs> You're not gonna like it when you punch me in the ear. Whole different movie. Um <laughs> oh, that's delightful. Um Jared Leto would have never made it out alive of Fight Club with uh Hulk in there. So yeah. Um <laughs> all right. Uh and last news for the day before I hit the road. Um KB, uh Christian rapper, uh Kevin Burtis, uh is hitting the road for another round of his Glory Nights tour. Uh, I went to one last year or year before. Um, it's a mixture of hip hop and worship uh, throughout a night. Uh, it was a dope experience. I thoroughly enjoyed the tour. Um, he is hitting the road for another round of Glory Nights tour, like now through May. And uh, I know that I enjoyed it. So if you enjoy good hip hop, and you enjoy worship music. Um, I think Brandon Lake went with them last time. Um, I don't know who all is on the roster. I just saw the poster yesterday and looked at, for the North Carolina date. Um, but no big deal. No big deal. What up, RG? Um, are also going to be on the tour. So if you like hip-hop, worship, you should check that out. Uh, that's coming up. And then just some other news um, uh, on me and Faith and Fandom. So first off... Um, Wednesday was the deadline for my editor to finish editing the book for book nine. There's a miscommunication. He didn't realize it was Wednesday. We're working on it. I hopefully will be sending book nine to be published by Saturday. This is my goal um, because there's a show at the end of February that I need to get the books for, but it's written. The artwork's done. The art, the pictures for the inside of the book are done and it's, God willing and the creek don't rise, etc. It's going to be sent to publish on Saturday and will be available online within a week. Um, that's one. Two, uh, the comic book I wrote is still uh, being considered by the publisher. I'm waiting back to hear from it. Um, I did order some test copies for myself, and I will have, depending on what they say, I will have those for public sale. Um, at some point, but I'm waiting to actually hear back from the publisher, the comic book publisher first before I make that a thing. Um, and then lastly is this, I don't know how much this is going to affect. I've not said this anywhere else on the internet yet because I don't know the details. Um, but I got a muggle job this week. Like I already passed her full time. Um, but I also got a other muggle job and uh, like a nine to five desk job. I got a phone call, um, Monday, uh, from a local community college asking me if I was interested in, uh, interviewing for, uh, helping with social media, graphics, videos, et cetera, stuff like that. I think it's the, I think the term, the tip, the, the title is assistant PIO, which is public information officer. I don't know what my official title is yet. Literally, I went in for an interview Tuesday, they hired me on the spot, and I've spent the past three days during the workday uh, making graphics and videos. And so 
uh, I say that to say, uh, if you see a shift in my trend of like postings and things like that, it's because I don't have my pastoral vagabond lifestyle right now. I'm actually working a desk job. Uh, but bear with me. We will adjust. But why that's important is because um, there literally have been some shows, some cons, some opportunities lately that I have not been able to do just purely out of I don't have the money. Like th there's cons I can't go to, places I can't travel because I can't afford it. Um, and I have fantastic Patreon supporters and literally I couldn't do what I do without them already doing it. But even with that being said, I've got teenagers and like I've got my oldest is I'm about like it's getting she turned 16 in like 12 days so like life has gotten more expensive like you can't even buy a, you know a combo at McDonald's for $12 these days it's rough um but God provided a job out of nowhere and I don't know how long it's for it could be very temporary but it's just one of these things of like it's extra provision and I'm grateful so a my time might shift a little bit but b I'm going to have the opportunity to do more ministry and do things a little bit better with faith and fandom because of this provision. So, woo, woo. Um, yeah, so that's basically all the news. Um, I will say there is one other thing I would recommend if you are a theology nerd like me. Um, there is a stage play that tours across the country, um, several of them, uh, that is just C.S. Lewis expounding on his life and his thoughts and his theology and things that he believes there's a dude who literally just embodies all of c.s lewis and he basically puts on a two-hour show by himself or with a little bit of assistance um going through his life and thoughts and feelings um the current iteration of this show is called further up and further in which if you've read the books of narnia uh there comes a point where you know at the book seven at the end uh they arrive in heaven and um, they are getting used to their new glorified bodies and such. And they're like literally running up waterfalls and they just say further up and further in. Um, but there's a play called Further Up and Further In, which is just going through the theology and the life and doctrine of C.S. Lewis. And um, it's playing in North Carolina in like March 2nd and 3rd. Um, it's one of those things. It's another one of those things like I wanted to go to, but couldn't afford it. Um, but it is traveling all around the country. So I would encourage you to keep a lookout if you care on the theological level. It's a neat show to see. That being said, I'm going to bounce. Uh, before I do that, I want to take one moment, as always, to thank our Patreon supporters because y'all help make all of this possible. And uh, so Jamie Montgomery. Uh, Matthew Coleman, Jonathan Herman, Ron Petit, Tesh Norton, Scott Ward, Alicia Benson, or Alicia Glenn, sorry, her name's not changed correctly on Patreon, Candace Davis, Jay Sheed, Jillian, Jason Crutchfield, Mike Perna, Todd Turner, John Jacobs, Zach Harris, Caleb Grimm, Jeanette Skaggs, Chris Poyer, who I'm about to go see. By the way, if you live between here and Columbus, Georgia, let me know. We'll give you a crisp high five and a sticker. Um, Jason Bullock, Christina Ray, Sarah Lewis, Patrick Gale, Rebecca Godlove, and Adam Davis. Thank you all for being as cool as you are and for being just supportive and encouraging. Uh, 
and I appreciate y'all and I love you dearly for being you and for uh just just y'all um the fact that you're taking time to listen to this and that you are as cool to me as you are it means the world and I hope y'all have a fantastic morning uh God bless you and I will see you soon. Thank you.